All right, we're back. We're moving <laughs> to the future. I think Jay, I think Joe just had a stroke. 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 Do you guys stroke? You know that little hot wheel DeLorean doesn't actually go back in time. Does anybody have any salt? <laughs> what? For your eyes? Hi, I'm Joe Lewis. Welcome to Bonehead. This is episode 10. If we had a top ten list, this every not- episode would be ranked ten. <laughs> what would be nine, eight, seven, and six? Yet to be determined. Yet to be determined. If we had a top ten TBD. list, eight episodes wouldn't make it. <laughs> you tell us which two would. Anyway, I'm Joe Lewis. Spot. I'm not even looking at him anymore. You know, Walt Disney. If you spell it backwards, a lot of people don't know this. It spells George Hamilton. It doesn't. No. Totally does. Get I'm a pen t- and paper, write it down right now. Who are you? I'm James Styles, and I am confused as hell. All right. So just, we, like, just like watching a David Lynch? No. Sometimes <laughs> it's just an experience. Anyway. I tried to watch Mulholland Drive. Made, I'm 10 minutes in, and I'm so confused. And you I've already seen it five maybe. times. You do not need to uh, worry about the plot in Mulholland Drive. <laughs> yeah, no. There are other things to take. <laughs> Your attention, sir. That, yes. Mm. What was the brunette's name? I have no idea other than she was in the Punisher with the first Punisher. No, the second Punisher. First Punisher is Dolph Lundgren. Oh, okay. I'm anyway. losing my breath. I'm talking too fast. You're the one having a stroke. So, this Whoa. episode this episode is about television. So, we've done a lot of movies, and we're going to try to get away from that just a little we're bit. We're changing it up in episode 10. We ran out of material. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's been a good run. For <laughs> this is our Jason 10 episode. <laughs> oh, we're sweet. Jay's getting a body bag. It's a sleeping bag, and we're going to pounce you against a tree. We're going to Nobody space. understood what you just said. I know. Said. I said James Nobody. getting in a... Hold on. James, yes. get in a sleeping bag so why, we can pine always... you against a tree. Pine you against pine? a tree. Pine in the pines. Where the sun never shines. I take full responsibility for everything that's happening. You should. Anyway, oh my God. so this is great because we're moving away from TV or movies a little bit and going to concentrate on TV. Because Bonehead's always going to be about or always has been about commenting on all of pop culture. Where this episode, though, is about TV shows that were canceled when? Too soon. Now, the elephant in the room about this is Firefly. Uh, fire, Firefly. We all we, three love Firefly. You all love Firefly. You all love Firefly. We're not talking about Firefly. No, we're going to go, and it's not that we're intentionally going obscure, but what we're actually going to talk no, about is... we're intentionally going obscure. Yeah. No, I think what we're going actually is everybody knows Firefly should have been canceled. That's not even a topic. No. So what yeah. we're actually going to look at is some stuff that we like, and that doesn't mean that we all like and it. In, and in defense of Firefly, no, not defense, but the reason you know another reason we're not talking about Firefly is it did last only one season, but it actually got a movie. That and the movie wrapped, wrapped it up a lot and, of it. Yeah, and the movie's phenomenal. Yeah. So if you've not seen it, go out and watch Firefly, and then watch Serenity, and it's amazing, and you'll love it. Yeah. That being said, and make sure you get attack, attached to Wash. Nothing will ever, ever happen, happen to Wash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know the other thing, and we'll, you know I'll bring this up, and, and especially when you know, we're my, talking a lot about Firefly, yeah. when we said we weren't going. Well, to. you know, especially in one of the other episodes, we all know, uh, you know, the the shows that we're bringing up didn't have the the fortune that Serenity had by getting the cult base following and getting the movie made. So, and uh, another example that I'm going to be bringing up actually fell into the same trap as Firefly did which we'll go into later on. 
there's a lot of different ones that we argued back and forth about because it was, well, certain things had a couple of seasons and we still think they should have went on. Some shows like Deadwood had three seasons and I think it should have went on because it didn't really get wrapped up. Uh, we loved them so much. Stupid John from Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which got canceled just, just in time. time. And we are not going to be discussing John from, from Cincinnati. Cincinnati or Luck, it, it, another David Milch show. Yeah, show but, for but the problem HBO. with that one, well, Luck, then a horse died in that one. They killed more than one. They killed more than one, but John from Cincinnati was actually a bad show mm-hmm. that we're not going to be talking about. That we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, there's a few other things that we all argued about if maybe we should do this one. Uh, a good one that James or, or you said that... I can't believe that I didn't think about, but I'm glad I'm not doing. The reason I'm not doing is Police Squad, because I think Police Squad, even though it only lasted about six or eight episodes, if you're a fan of The Naked Gun, that's where Police Squad, Police Squad came from. The reason why I'm not going to bring it up is because it it, it gave us the Naked Gun trilogy yeah. later, and I don't think it would have been as good if they did a two or three seasons of. Yeah, and you can argue with the argument could be made about Police Squad was that if that show did keep going on. That, that that line of comedy would have just got stale. It gets stale quick. Yes. Because other people tried to rip off the Zuck... And we could do a whole show about that oh, later yes. on. From Meet the Spartans to Date Movie and all those really, really, really crappy movies. Oh, yeah. That just uh, ripped off... Vampires Suck. We're a great title. Uh, yeah. We but put, we put three whole effort, uh, three whole minutes. Of effort. You put three, three whole, whole bunches. Effort. You put the three whole bunch in that movie. I got you three whole effort <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so let's go. Let's, for you. let's get started, Joe. Pl- no, you please go first. You're you're the host. I'm not the host. You're the Obi Wan of this. I can't believe I just said that. Uh, really? I know you're the Obi Wan. You're the doctor. He's not that cool. No, but he wants to kill me and see if I come back. In all fairness, Obi-Wan's not even... salacious crumb Obi-Wan's not even... I'd rather be Lando. We should probably save this for the Star Wars Wars episode. Which one of us is Lando? Okay. This is the one I'm really excited about, and I'm going to go for it. The one that we don't know what you're going to do? Yeah, they don't know what you're going to do, what I'm going to say. And if you thought of it and wrote it down and I missed it when we're going back and forth, I'm sorry. Okay. Who remembers American Gothic? Oh, as a dude... Yep. American Gothic. That Very was like cold. my... We, we talked about it. We had a lengthy conversation about this yeah, today. I have no late. recollection of it. We were going back and forth about American Gothic. How can you not have American Gothic? I never saw list? that. Yes, we went back and forth about how... This is what... <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe... Hold on, let me tell this. <laughs> Joe just hit his cat. I did not hit the cat. I just... Kind of. <laughs> our laughter, our laughter did not uh, <laughs> drowned out the ring. <laughs> did we really? I we swear really I never did because it. James yes. said he mentioned he thought about it last night. And I said, "Oh my God, it's on my list." You just took one of my shows. I'm not going to talk about it now. Well, no, we got to talk no, about it now. No, no, you already, no, 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 you no, brought it gotta, up. Oh yeah. No, talk about it because I mean we might as well get the conversation because this is one we all three agree on because it's such a fantastic. I watched show. it growing up. I did too. I, and I remember there's a couple episodes I don't think I've ever saw because a couple were never actually aired. Well, and, and I I'm sure you the, can watch them on the DVD if you have the DVD. Well, and I was going to say, and it was picked up. Sci-Fi Channel used to do that. I don't know if they still do it because I'm not home during the day. But they used to about twice a week would run from 8 a.m. Yeah. till 4 or 5 p.m. Just rerun shows that didn't run too long. And they that was the one that they did. So a lot of shows that didn't even quote-unquote finish airing, they would show the episodes that didn't air on sci-fi. I just can't believe that I totally missed that. And I don't know that I ever saw that on Link today. Anyway. You, you were actually responding to it in the middle of us conversation about... 
So anyway, I mean, so well, it's it was created by Sean Cassidy, Sam Raimi. If you know the Evil Dead, Spider Man, yeah. Sam Raimi was one of the producers. Sean Cassidy was actually from the uh, uh, Partridge Family, yeah. or yes. Cassidy or whatever, right? Yes, that guy. Uh, he uh, Gary, Gary Cole. Cole played Sheriff Lucas Buck, Buck. who was. Never quite explained what he was. He's evil. He's but that's what was so great about it. And, it. and it's a creepy little town, kind of a Stephen King-esque mm-hmm. town. Well, it takes place in South Carolina. I was sold on that show, and I don't remember much of the show, but burned permanently into my memory is the first commercial they did for it, where it has a couple scenes of, of Gary Cole as, as Sheriff Buck or whatever. It's Buck, because and Lucas Black, because he played Lucas Buck, and the kid is Lucas Black, who is from Sling Blade. He's the kid from Sling Blade. And Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. We're going to go with Sling Blade. <laughs> but he's he in Sling a... Blade. He's also in Jarhead. Let's go with the good he... stuff. Tokyo yeah, but Drift. anyway, the commercial is, it has a couple scenes for him, and then it just has the repeated line, and that's why it burned into my head, was it just freeze, or it doesn't freeze frame. Oh, with the sister. It has the camera, no, it has the camera that just focused on the door. And you hear there's something at the door. But and and, and just, do you remember who played the sister? Yes. It's just repeated over and over again. Go though. ahead. The, the commercial ended with there's someone at the door. There's something. His sister something. was saying it. The sister was Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, who oh. would go on to be famous for other things other than Serenity. She's actually at Serenity. Oh. Yeah, she's the lady at the end when they get to Miranda. Oh, that's right. She's yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's American Horror, Horror Story. Story and yeah. the Gingerbread, the Gingerbread Man with. Um, What's his talking, face? Are you talking the ginger? Sarah man? Paulson's in that? No, no, Gingerbread Man with uh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was the. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't I have, maybe I've I have that wrong. I've never seen it. But um, no, yeah. Uh, also, it starred Paige Turco from uh, probably the best April O'Neil <laughs> from uh, the te- she was in Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles really? two and I three. Didn't, I didn't. I don't even remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, can you get it on DVD? Do you all have it? It's available on DVD, and no, I do not have it. No, I don't either. I like in my research, it. when I found out it was on DVD, I'm half tempted to go out and buy it. Because one of my favorite episodes of that show was called Potato Boy. Yeah. Do either one of you remember Potato Boy? I do not, but I was reading about it today. Yeah, it's about a deformed child who lives in this weird, scary, abandoned house by himself, and who at night people can hear him sing because he has a really good voice. And Lucas, the the, the kid, goes and discovers him, and then... then there are several other interconnecting stories with Lucas, with the uh, mm-hmm. Lucas uh, Black and Gary Cole's character, who was Lucas Buck. Lucas Buck, yeah. Which could get confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, one thing, the one thing I looked at in all my shows is why was that show canceled? Why was it canceled? So the the right away the show suffered from low ratings, and the main reason being it didn't really fit the format of shows that were popular at that time. This show was probably about 10 years ahead of its time. If it had been on HBO or something later on, it yeah. would have been a big hit. Right. Where they could have done it edgy. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I was waiting to say this was actually last on my list. Um, so sorry. No, it's okay. I but, killed my cat just but for this you. Is also one just of the for you, Dave. This, yeah. this is what I was mentioning earlier about Firefly. This is one of the shows that falls into the same area that Firefly ran into with the network. They actually aired the shows out of order. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so those those two things combined just killed the show from the because there the, there there is a something of the week somewhat, but there's also an overarching storyline story. between Lucas Black actually being the sheriff's son, right, mm-hmm. and him wanting to corrupt him, and yeah, the, and then Paige Turco yeah. being the woman who's trying to keep him from going down that path because yeah. there's something special about the kid, right, which again is never fully realized because the show ended too soon. Right. 
I loved it as a kid. It was one of my special treats. Yeah, oh, I loved it. I, I never missed an episode when it came on. That and, then... and Nightmare Cafe. And Nightmare Cafe, either one of you ever heard of it? Uh, no. It lasted Nightmare six Cafe. episodes. lasted six episodes. That sounds familiar. Nightmare right. Cafe was created by Wes Craven. He actually directed the pilot. So. It starred Robert England. Yep, I was about to say. It's a true story. Uh, and it lasted six episodes, and he kind of ran a... There was these two people, they end up at a cafe, and people would come out, and there was like a different story every week, and they'd have... It was weird, and it's kind of a science fiction, kind of horror kind of thing. It was called Nightmare Cafe. It lasted six episodes on NBC, as I recall, or ABC. Wow, I don't remember that yeah, at all. Yeah, that yeah, one's obscure. That's almost too obscure so to Robert England England. Robert England starred in Nightmare Cafe and the Nightmare on Elm Street TV show. Yes, and both were created by... Well, both came from Wes Craven's brain. Yeah. And there was also a pilot that was um, filmed where it was basically leeching off of Fear Factor that was going to be something like Freddy's Nightmares, and it was going to set That's up. true. And it was made as a pilot, but I don't think... I was, obviously, it wasn't picked up, but the pilots have leaked. But if you never get a chance to pick up Nightmare Cafe, to my knowledge, actually, I was going to look it up the other day, it's not available. When, at Scarefest, we need to stop doing that, but I'm actually going to ask him about it. Okay. Because it's the only... Yeah. I you get a lot of questions about Nightmare Cafe. Well, according to me, I do. I don't know. <laughs> so, that's mine. Next. James, you go ahead. I'm going to start with one that's a little obscure, but it, it burned into my memory because I do, I remember loving it as a kid, and that's Outlaws. Does anybody remember no, Outlaws? What's no, Outlaws? What is Outlaws? Outlaws. Okay, let me pitch this to you because if Last even, time you pitch something to me. Even the pitch sounds really weird. We're going to get Charles Napier. Okay. We're going to get Richard. Not Chuck Napier. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get Richard Roundtree. Not the Dick Roundtree. We're going to get Rod Taylor, Taylor and William Lucky. Now, here's... Rod what, Taylor from the Time Machine? Oh, yeah, buddy. With and Shaft? guess what? Yes. <laughs> but, and here's what happened. Here's the plot to Outlaws. <laughs> I've got to see this crap 1986. Now. Yeah, no, you can find it. it. It's all online. They're on YouTube. People have uploaded them because it has a huge fan base that lasted one season. And here was the pot, plot to Outlaws. It's very much... It was like, considered, quote-unquote, even at the time... The network considered it too high concept. They premiered it as a TV movie of the week because it used to be, quite frankly, how they did a lot of pilots. Yep. Mm -hmm. Got huge ratings. And oh. the plot to Outlaw, Outlaws was uh, Rod Taylor played the sheriff. He was pursuing... As he tends to do. As he, he was pursuing four desperados that he actually used to be in a gang with. He gave it up, went clean, went straight. And Charles Napier plays one of the desperados who's always quoting the Bible... And so he's always like, well, we're going to pay for this, but it must be. Anyway, he trades, chases them, and he has a posse with him. And he has a full posse, and the posse... What's he saying? I don't know. Posse. No. I think he's saying posse. I think he went into posse? the... Posse? Posse. Yes. He's starting to talk about the Mario Van See, this is, we're going to run out of time. Oh, Mario we're Van running out of time. I understand Mario. Mar yes, posse. The posse won't follow him because he's going posse into... Posse won't follow me either. He's going into a haunted land, the Native Americans... And there's skeletons everywhere, and they believe it's cursed and all this stuff. When he goes in there to get them, they're struck by lightning in 1899 Houston. What and the hell is going on? This is the first three minutes of the show. Taylor, can I have my notes? He wakes up. Notes? He wakes up. Don't throw them at the kitty. They all wake up in 1986 Houston. Okay. In 1986 Houston, they end up starting a bar fight because they find a bar... 
and <laughs> they think everybody is basically. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Um, and Charles Napier, who's always quoting the Bible, says he's against this is all sin, but he's okay with the women having less modesty than they used to. It ends up they end up solving a crime. They encounter drugs, and they're like, "This is wrong." They stop it. They, Only in Reagan's America were drugs wrong. And Stupid they Nancy. end up they end up starting a private detection agency, and everybody assumes. Everybody assumes that they're pretending to be cowboys is just shtick. Now, here's what happened. Shtick. <laughs> it was so high concept that they had, because it was time travel, detective agency, and western all in one. Huge rating success in the beginning. By the last, the last 13 episodes, one full season, they did a 13 episode order. So by the last the one, then, yeah. Yeah. by the last episode, they didn't even bother to do commercials for it. Like the last episode aired, and there was not one commercial made for it. And the problem with it was, was they bounced it around the time. Because it came out as such a big success when it first aired, that they were like, well, we can do whatever we want with this show. So they actually had it moving around to premiere other shows, mm. and the entire the entire interest. But there are still people, every episode's uploaded, you can watch it. What's really funny is, Richard Roundtree... It was actually kind of nice. TV's Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree played the most literate of them. Like they encountered an airplane for the first time, and Charles Napier says, "That's the devil's chariot coming to get us, boys." And Richard Roundtree is like, "Well, actually, there are theories about." So they did a lot of character study where he was. Anyway, it was a really interesting show. Um, it was considered very high concept because it did combine three different genres, and huge success. But they tried to use it to launch a bunch of other shows. So they moved it around their schedule. It didn't air at the same time for more than two weeks in a row. Well. Hmm. And so, great cast. Phenomenal cast. Huge success in the beginning. Not a smart show, but neither was A-Team, neither was anything else. And it's just yeah, as you, entertaining as that. You knocked that sass mouth out of your... It's, it's very much it very yeah. much functions as the A team. It's very it's a very entertaining show. That being said, great cast. Uh, just don't think about it. But it was entertaining. You're right you about know, the A team. Okay. Anyway. it's one of those things you watch as a kid and love, and then 30 years later you look at it. And go, it's, it's not. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. it's not Rider. Not Rider's the same way. Oof. It you love to watch it. I go back and I watch it, and I watch it with my kids and be like, it's entertaining. But if you think about it, it's yeah. That's this is the same way. It was very entertaining. There's so many, like, I mean, there's some scenes where uh, Charles Napier might as well look at the screen and just go, weak! Now, we're, we're talking about Russ Meyer's Charles Napier, right? No, we're talking about Jonathan Demme's Russ Napier. Uh, Charles Napier. <laughs> we're talking about the sheriff in the first three episodes of Squidbillies, Charles Napier. So we're talking, we're talking about Charles Napier from the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. So are we, talk, are, are we talking about Blues Austin Brothers Powers, boys. Charles Napier? I guess we could be. Yeah, we could be. Okay. But anyway, yeah, it was a really entertaining, fun, stupid show. It made it 13 episodes, was a huge success in the beginning, and now very few people That's expensive it. furniture you're putting your foot on. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you obviously have not been watching any of the episodes, because my foot goes up every episode. It's the only thing on you that goes up. All right, so, moving along. What's the next right. episode, I'm just kidding. So I had, a, I had these ordered, but since you just went and screwed up my entire order. I'm going to lean back and go back to I'm going to skip because um, the one thing. Oh, it's okay. Leave me out of the shot. Doing this, uh, preparing for this show, I realized that James Our Thomas. Our ratings will go up if he's out of the shot. Oh, at least there won't be two state puffs in the frame. Um, but no, uh, when preparing for the episode, I realized that me Suck and James. Diago. Me and James are soulmates. 
because we seem to have one because that has the same sex? list, except for Outlaws. I've never seen that show, but now and that you've described you it, gotta go. I have to go see it. In your in your lusty affairs. Yes, because my true colors shining through. I see your true colors. He sings that to you, and I sing <clears throat> Fat Bottom Girls. That's why I love you. They make the rockin' world go round. Don't be afraid! I'm going to kill you both in your sleep. All right, Cindy Lauper so, can suck it. She sure can. Uh, <laughs> I did not even mean to go that route. Well, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to bring up Brimstone. Brimstone, yeah. great show. An amazing, wonderful show. I know who wrote that. That only lasted half a season. Cyrus Voorhees? Cyrus Voorhees and Ethan Reed, right? Yes. Yeah. And go ahead and say who the. Tell us about them. Are you serious? Go ahead. No, you tell the. No, I didn't know they wrote it. So you go ahead. Oh, I, oh, I did. I oh, wasn't trying to take your thunder. No, no, no. This is part. This is what a podcast. Oh no, is. pumpkin! I don't want to no. take your thunder. <laughs> Tell us why we should know who the that is. The reason why Demon Knight is so much like Brimstone is because those two guys wrote Demon Knight. Yeah, see. Did you know that? No, honestly, I didn't know they wrote Brimstone. Demon Knight. For those of you that aren't yeah. aware, is the lesser is the, form of Bordello of Blood. No, Demon Knight. For you all that are unaware, is the only Tales from the Crypt movie that doesn't suck. <laughs> Whatever. Cordello of Blood is a classic. But no, so uh, what Brim, saying what so if you haven't heard of Brimstone, what Brimstone it's is fun bad, but it's bad. It's a it's about a it's about a police officer, a, a detective yes. who um commits a murder and then he in turn dies. Justified murder. Justified his, his murder. His wife is being assaulted. His wife is being assaulted. So when he dies he is sent to hell. Because he doesn't repent. Now hundred and thirteen whole holes. Souls? A souls escape from hell, and the devil brings this cop back to earth and covers him with 113 tattoos, each tattoo representing one of the souls that escaped, and it's he is tasked with uh, collecting these souls by shooting out their eyes. Because... You remember that movie Demon Knight? Yes. Because, <laughs> I, totally because eyes are the windows to, to the, the soul. soul, which has never been a cliche. Um, so, yeah, um, it had an amazing... Amazing antagonist, probably one of the best antagonists. Oh, John Glover as the devil is one of my. There's about four or five versions of the devil. I could name another one that that's that's probably almost second, and, if not almost there. And I was about to say, well, the other one is it, does it involve a certain Mister Wise, <laughs> Ray Wise from Reaper that I almost put on there, but it Reaper was, got two seasons. Well, and I was about to say, and what's great was about both two? those versions, but Ray Wise is the devil and Reaper. Yeah. If you watch, if you ever get a chance, you really don't remember half this conversation because I was sitting there going, Joe, are you going to bring up Reaper? Joe, are you going to bring up no, Reaper? No, well, the reason I didn't bring it up that bringing that up is because it got more than one season. Yeah, but well, one the, of the shows I bring up got more. The one thing about about um, Ray Wise plays him very much like he used car salesman, like he's very yes. slimy. Yes, John Glover plays him. I mean, he's just he's he's, man, he's manipulative, and he's he and he knows things. And any time that um, Stone is Ezekiel Stone, yeah, is the name of the yeah. officer. Um, anytime Stone gets anything on him, there's only one or two times the entire show where you think, oh, he's kind of got him for once. But it's extremely rare. But he's just so good. There's a scene where, um, because all the souls also have powers, and their yes. powers are based on how they died. Right. And so one of them comes back with a disease power, basically kind of a typhoid Mary thing, and is killing people left and right. And Stone gets it, even though he's dead. And so the devil appears to him, and he's wearing the, the mask over him, and he goes, you, you're the devil, you can't get it. And he goes, well, we've got to make sure. 
<laughs> I mean, just just tormenting him yeah. every turn. It's just so fun. And you know the the fact that the character was named Ezekiel. One of the one of the cool aspects of this show that I really liked was the fact that every day he'd wake up, he would have the exact amount of money he had in his pocket when he died, which was thirty six dollars and twenty seven cents. That was all he had to live on for a day. He'd wake up the next morning, have the same amount in his pocket. That's actually a, a the the writers put that in as a tattoo is equal thirty six twenty seven. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but um, so, you know, and one of my favorite one of my favorite episodes was the episode where Ezekiel is forced to re re um, relive his past with John Glover as both the devil and as an angel of heaven. Yeah. And it was just a great episode, and it didn't. I've never seen that one. Yeah, and it, uh, it's one of the best episodes. And it's actually, uh, there's a there's a backstory behind it. Do you know the backstory behind no, that episode? No, please share the backstory behind that episode. Because what happens is when he sees John Glover, and he I think he's wearing white, and he's wearing like a toboggan, and he's yes. smiling and goofy, and he and he goes, "Oh my God, it's, I know it's you. You're just messing with me." And he goes, "No, no, no. This happens once you see one angel, even if it's a fallen one. Every other angel you see looks like that." Originally, the way the script was written, and John Glover has said in interviews, even recently, this is biggest regret about that show was originally at the end of the episode, you were going to see both of them together, and both of them were going to be the devil. It was just him messing with him and giving him false. Oh, that would have been amazing the entire time because it's basically it's a wonderful life. Yeah, you know, where he does make him because what happens is John Glover as the angel. It's giving him, he wants you to believe that you're beyond redemption. You can't believe that. You can still be redeemed. God knows you're trying to do the right thing now. And it was going to originally end the way it was scripted with actually both of them was him. But and he was just giving him false hope. Even still, it had a heart-wrenching ending where he's sitting there watching his wife from afar. And he knows he can't go up to her. And Annie, and Annie Lennox's why is playing in the background. Perfect song. Uh, but... You know, why? I feel like and we need to be in drag. There's, there's when also, do you mean when we're not? For the, the people greatest, listening to us on iTunes, I look great in a boo boo. One of the greatest episodes of the show, and I don't know if you remember this one, it well, it was 13 episodes too. Yeah, it only lasted half a season. Uh, one of the best episodes to me, and it has the one time that he kind of gets the devil, is. Um, there is a character. I won't give anything away. You can find this. It's not on DVD. No, it's not. No DVD. But release, a lot of times you can find it online. I would buy it on DVD in a heartbeat. Warner Brothers put it out. Yeah. Um, but Warner Brothers. One of the best ruiner ep- of everything. One of the best episodes for me is it goes into a little bit about how the souls escape, and you find out that a character that has been in a few episodes. Um, and it's actually at one point you think could be a, kind of a romantic interest is actually one of the souls that escaped. Yeah. And he has at the episode ends with him looking at the devil and goes, "You, you let it happen. You loved her." And the devil's response is, "I only loved one person or one being, and that was a long time ago." And it's just a end of show. Yeah. No. And it's it's there, there, it had so many things like that to where you couldn't watch it without just feeling invested in it. Now, the one thing I did with every show that I had in my list is, why was it canceled? Um, so this th- this show, just again, follows, fell into the area of bad placement. Again, it was, Yeah, and it was, you know, it seems like sometimes the network just has no faith in a show. It was, um, at the time, 
it was given it and what it what they wanted to do is they wanted to feed off of the the hit show that would eventually be canceled sooner was this what this was the this was the lead-in show to the third season of millennium not freaky links not freaky links and then both shows were put into uh not to be confused with the rap song freakily <laughs> or harsh realm yeah harsh realm oh dark angel Oh, I know, way, I, that show was not good. We, we could go ahead and just say, go watch the Family Guy episode where they brought Family Guy back, and they say, well, the only way we get brought back is if they cancel, and they list about 40 shows. Yeah, yeah, those are all on there. Th- those are all valid. But uh, another show another show that I'm going to bring up, if we have time, if this fell into the dreaded 8 p.m. time slot of the, 1990, of the mid-1990s, which was TGIF Friday. Friday, yeah. so it just low ratings killed it. That's why it only lasted half a season. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, you're next. Well, let's lighten it up. Dennis Leary's The Job. Oh, The Jib. All right. Now, technically, The Job got two seasons, but neither one were full seasons. Yeah, they were half seasons, right? They were half seasons. There's actually only 19 episodes, even with both of those together. Now, when they premiered it, they put it in a great time slot, threw it out, and guess what? They moved it around. And do people keep up with that? Pre-TiVo, pre... No. uh, Yes. It got outlawed. It got outlawed. The Job, for you all who've never seen it, was a show created by Dennis Leary. If you watched Rescue Me, it's a lot like Rescue Me in the sense of that it's a lot of the same characters. Adam Ferraro was in both shows. Larry Clark was in both shows. Uh, They're both The Job and... Rescue Me were both created by Dennis Leary and Peter Tolan. Uh, Diane Farr was in both shows. It also had Bill Nunn from Spider-Man, who's now passed away. He played his partner. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So it was kind of like Rescue Me, only I preferred it to Rescue Me. If you've ever watched Barney Miller, it was probably an edgier, more hip Barney Miller. Even though I love Barney Miller, by the way, and I blasted through them about two years ago, Christy and I went through every episode of Barney Miller, and it, by the way, no, it really holds up. No, I agree. No, it does. It holds up. So if you've never seen Barney Miller, go out there. It's amazing how we just keep going back to Firefly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, because Ron Glass is in Barney, who's also dead. Rest in peace. Is everyone dead? Anyway, We are old. So the job, he was he was a cop. He was a New York City cop instead of a New York City fireman. It was only 30 minutes long, and it was much funnier to me than than Rescue Me. Yes. Rescue Me had a lot of drama to it, but he was kind of the same character. He was on pills. He drank a lot. He had a girlfriend. He had a wife. He had all these other things going on in his life. He's a very flawed character. He's not a good person. He's not a good person. No. Those are, they're very similar shows. I just happen to love the job more. And I lo- and I'm right there with you. You know I am. I know the- because Rescue Me. I've watched every episode. I enjoyed it. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the worst endings of any TV, TV series Which I still ever. Have not watched. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, there it was. It's bad. If they'd ended it in the first ten minutes of that last episode, it would have been fantastic. Problem is, they did another forty. Uh, it's it's got awful. Yes. Anyway, it was just great. I don't have anything else to say except superlatives about how funny it was. If you well, can go out there, hold on, let's see. I've got it on DVD. That I got you. Yeah, you did. Did you buy me? That? Yeah, I bought it for you for Christmas. One of my favorite. Ep- go ahead. No, I was gonna say. So the be- favorite episode. Okay, there's two or three. I'm gonna go. Count to three, and then we're going to we're going to do something simultaneously. Ready? One, two, three. 
The foot. The foot. Oh, you were supposed to do it at the same time. No, because there's another episode I love too. They get a so the foot is about a podiatrist's office. Yes. And somebody keeps leaving dead cadaver feet. I mean, cadaver dead cadaver is by the way redundant. Yes. But they keeps leaving dead just a foot, we're a all human foot out front, today. right? Yeah. Turns out, and they they take the foot, and throughout the episode, the foot keeps showing up in people's lockers. Bill Nunn's popcorn. He reaches in yeah. and eats popcorn. And there's the foot. That's a great episode. That's Another great episode. great episode is about a serial killer, and Lenny Clark is a really big fat detective in the show. Yeah, and he's and the serial killer is made soup out of his girlfriend's head, and Lenny Clark keeps eating keeps eating the <laughs> soup because he's addicted to it. Keeps going back, yeah. and then he even finds a hair in it before he knows that it's this guy's dead girlfriend. He goes, "Well, it's roughage. It's good for you. It's fiber." <laughs> so it's, it's a, just a great episode. It's every episode. There isn't a bad episode. No, there's another one. They're, they're horrible people. It's yeah. about horrible people. These cops are terrible, terrible people. There's another episode where they get a, um, what's a, a, not, a, not a telescope. It's a telescope. And they start trying to find nude women all the way across. <laughs> and then they're watching this lady work out nude, and she moves some furniture. So they pretend that they're movers, and they have to go in and move the furniture again, and then find... I mean, they're terrible people. Yes. There's an episode about a massage pa- a massage parlor. Yeah, and they all keep going. They keep going because it's not really a massage parlor. It's a little uh, Handy J place, you know yeah. what I mean? One, it, So they're terrible people. So if you get a chance, watch the job. I don't know. I, can't, I don't think I could have sold it better than what I just did. That, there were, again, there's not a bad episode. There's not a bad episode. All right, James. See, that's all I'm going to take. I've got to go with my go-to, and again, you you all talking about your luxury shows that lasted 13 episodes. I'm going Nearly Departed. No. God, I love that show. Nearly Departed. Here's the backstory of Nearly Departed. Uh, 1989. Isn't it, I thought it was older than that. No, I, believe you, I actually thought it was older than that, too, but when I looked it up, and here's the story. That's the year my parents split up, James. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, at least something good came out of that year. Your parents got divorced, but they canceled. <laughs> and James um, Thomas got some digits. <laughs> <laughs> Why did my dad give you his phone? <laughs> <laughs> he was the one paying me to keep your mom away. Oh, <laughs> mom, Eric, uh, Eric Idle, Estrada, Eric Idle, Caroline McWilliams, Stuart Pankin, Wendy Shaw, Wendy Shaw, now known as Francine on American Death. Um, however. Basically, the, the show focused on Eric Idle and Carolyn McWilliams played ghosts. And um, Eric Idle was oh, a English professor. Show. It had the most awful opening song. Yeah, nearly departed. Uh, stumbling, stumbling cockeyed. The moment that rock slide came tumbling down in the, on our heads. Uh, Maybe we're better off dead. That we're theme song was so nearly awful. Departed. You know, did Eric Idle need the money? Well, here's here's the backstory in the show, because the show technically is a remake of um, Topper. Topper was a Cary Grant film that made yeah. Cary Grant rich. Yeah. Because he did the production of it, he he had a percentage of it, mm-hmm. and it became a hit in um, what 1937. Uh, and the plot of Topper is same plot as Nearly Departed, a married couple. Their house gets bought by someone after they're dead. Beetlejuice. And they... I was totally going to say, hold on, and that's, we're going to come back to that. It was based on Topper, but the reason that's why 1989 is so relevant, it was based on Topper, 
on paper. The reason it got greenlit was, was Beetlejuice. But Topper was what they based it on. That's why it had to be a British actor. Because uh-huh. Topper, Cary Grant was being British. And all that stuff. But the Cary plot, Grant was something, but we're not sure what. But the plot is that in a bad way. I mean, nobody talked like Cary Grant. Eric yeah. Idle um, is an English professor. He looks down on everybody. There is some episodes that kind of allude to the fact that he is not heaven-bound. Um, and then his wife is always goody-goody and all that stuff. And Stuart Pankin plays a, um, owns a plumbing business and moves in with his family. The grandfather is the only one that can see him because he's so close to death. So there's actually some elements of really dark... You know what this makes me want to do? What? Watch The Job. Check out The Job. The Um, Job was canceled too soon and was funny. uh, The the show is plagued by no budget. They actually didn't even ever give it a full order. It it made it... Everybody's like, oh, it made it a season. No, it didn't make it a season. It didn't make it a month. I remember when it came out. I remember watching it. It premiered on April My mom and dad were gone. April 10th, 1989. Well, they moved on to better things and left you behind. Uh, <laughs> April 10th, 1989. Canceled, they sure did. Canceled May 1st. They only filmed six episodes. And Eric Idle, to my knowledge, I've tried to find comments from him on this. Um, it wasn't even done as a filler show. It was done because they canceled another show and they would rather not even run reruns of that show so they basically filmed six episodes knowing... What's the other show? It was, I don't know. I, can't, I, I tried to find information on it. Was that in one of the... Was it NBC? I don't remember. I don't Seems remember like, what... I, don't I think it was NBC. But the, anyway, this show, um, there are people that are fans of it that look for it. I, and it is something that's from my childhood. And it's Eric Idle. As a matter of fact, to be honest... It's probably my first encounter with Eric Idle because it's not like my parents would have let me watch. Yeah, probably I, it would have been your first. Yeah, yeah maybe what um, National Lampoon's European Vacation, maybe before that. I'm trying yeah. to think of other Eric Idle. But American anyway, stuff. It's, it's, for you people who don't know, Eric Idle was part of the greatest comedy, the greatest comedy group of all time. The Not Ready for Primetime Players. No, uh, Monty Python. Um, the Pythons. But, but anyway, no, the Beatles the, of the, comedy, the, um, which is a cliche, but true. But they went by another name called SCTV. Uh, so yeah, it did get it, <laughs> it did get greenlit because of Beetlejuice. But even then, they knew it was going to be short term thing. And if you watch it, there are Eric Idle has the lines that are worth listening to. Let's, I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Um, Not Stuart Pankin. No, the, but Eric Idle. I watched. He, I rewatched the pilot. And had I, he already blown all that second sight money? <laughs> I, <laughs> Obscure. Somebody um, out there. Browns and Pizza! <laughs> and John Larroquette. John Larroquette, um, that's right. But, no, it's, uh, John, Eric Idle has all the great lines. If you're a fan of Eric Idle, you should watch it. That being said, I rewatched the first episode and the second episode, and if Eric Idle isn't talking, don't bother. All right. All right. So, I'm going to bring a, up a show that actually does not fall into our, the categories. Um, it actually lasted two seasons. But it's why it's how it ended. I'm of course talking about Carnival. Okay. Two thousand one. Which I never got into. HBO. Oh, God. oh I, I, yeah, no, it's a the cast makes it. The cast, yeah, Adrian, that's a, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, Before she was Nick, a Barbeau boy. What's his face? Uh, Nick Stahl, Clancy Brown. Um, I mean, you know, Lex Luthor, Mr. Krabs. Shawshank Redemption. Really? You're going to throw out all that? Kurgan? Kurgan? I'm not going to mention Highlander. You're not going to talk about the Burrowers? Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> the Burrowers. Sleepy Hollow? 
No, nope, sorry. The first We're going episodes. with Mr. Krabs. <laughs> he actually is the best part of Sleepy Hollow. He is the best, and he's in two episodes. He's in the first two episodes. But yeah, even, like, so Michael J. Anderson from Twin Peaks, which actually is a good show. David Lynch, solid. Really? You'll crap on his other stuff, but you're going to... I like Twin Peaks. Keep and, going. Uh, Bill Mosley was in almost every episode season. No, really? Uh, yeah, Bill Mosley and Toby Huss. Who's Toby Huss? You would know him as Radar from uh, Down Periscope. No, what about Radar? From not Radar. Radar. It's not Radar because that's a Rocket Man, half baked. Yes. He would. This was the electrician uh, who could sing like Frank Sinatra. He went on to do a bunch of. He was the he was the the Hank Hill's father in uh, King of the Hill. Okay, cool. Um, Hank Hank's wife. Yeah, so uh, it had an amazing cast. Um, but it was only lasted two well, seasons. Well, without Toby Huss. <laughs> so what the show is about, it takes place during the Dust Bowl. It, um, Nick Stahl is the main character, as well as Clancy, Clancy Brown. Brown. You yeah. know, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a great telling of good versus evil. Uh, Clancy Brown is, is having it, apocalyptic visions. Is, as is a preacher. As a preacher, and he's, he's, yes. Isn't Clea Duvall in that as well? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, she, keep going. No, she plays the love interest. Okay. Um, Ghost of Mars, Clea yeah. Duvall. Ghost of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Oh, no, let's forget. The let's least of the Carpenter films. Um, but yeah, um, so it, it takes place, uh, Nick Stahl, is the, he plays the good character who is kind of like a prophet receiving... Um, and a healer, right? And a healer. He heals people. Um, and it's all about... It, and what the show is leading up to is the eventual pairing of these two coming together and something amazing is going to happen. Maybe Armageddon. That's what it's kind of implying. Am I correct in this? Yeah, yeah. No, I, and there's the visuals on it are so strong. Like the, oh. the, even in the first episode where the woman, it's Death Bowl, depression, all that stuff, and a woman goes into Clancy Brown's church and she steals from the collection tray. Mm-hmm. And later on, he has her stay back and calls her into his office and has her basically repent and as she repents money starts coming and she starts vomiting money and it's why it's, don't you ever do that you just vomit vomit your vomit's peas, useless peas and corn why is that all your diet consists of <laughs> I don't eat I, well I mean corn mm. man's okay that and rice noodles you sick bastard rice noodles and peas and Even corn though, uh, so I guess technically you're a walking ramen machine <laughs> Will you vomit me up some ramen? <laughs> Are you going to human centipede my vomit? So it, but no. fish? And Are you going to human centipede my, my vomit? May very well be this episode. <laughs> but what's more, so the most, so what is Gross. the most? Uh, Ew. So let's talk about he why that I was out can- his ass. <laughs> God. <laughs> let's talk about why this show was canceled. Uh, it was an, it was insanely expensive. Yeah. I bet. A very high budget. And when it premiered, it was one of the highest rated shows in HBO history. I remember watching it. But the, the ratings quickly dropped because it, people were just, they weren't patient enough with the show, in my personal opinion. Well, but it's, anyway. it's also very heavy. Yes, it is very heavy. It's, I mean, if you're a fan and if you can watch it on DVD and you can take it in. But if you worked a full day and you're just wanting to escape. You just don't want to take it in. Yeah, I mean, and that was the same critique. By the way, that's, I'm quoting a critique of Kingdom Hospital by Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen Kingdom Hospital is another one of those that could have went on longer, but it's a little too heavy. Yeah, and it's and it's all over the place, but in the best of ways. Yes, it's all over the place. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's, but 
Go ahead. No, I was just going to go back to Carnival. Yeah. No, no I was going to say. So the, yeah, I like going cruises. Here's the most infuriating part about Carnival for me. They were going to give it a movie. It was going to get turned into a movie to wrap it up. But the damn show writer said, no, we're, we're going to pass that up. There's too much to tell. And that's just lazy. Well, mm-hmm. I can't, I, I'm going to go ahead and take the writer viewpoint of this. Uh, I'm going to argue You would back. not, because you would take the check viewpoint of this. No, no. You would have been, oh, dude, dude, I'm going to counter this. Too much. No, I'm, I'm going to go ahead Where's and counter Chucky? this. Where's Checky? Mr. Checky? <laughs> Checky? Mr. Checky? I'm going to counter this. I've watched you actually I'm say gonna this. I'm going to counter this, though. They had already got some Checkies. If I have Checkies already... You will and, want more Checkies. Tell no. me I'm lying. But no, these now, are, it depends. Now, I, I, I do think, I might, I do have some, like if it's one of something that I've created and I've got something invested in it, I would have a hard time wrapping it up and it suck. But what you do, you make a movie, don't wrap it up, make a really amazing movie out of this, get a freaking sequel and keep it going. So where was the movie going to be on HBO? I'm assuming they were going to give it a theatrical release. I didn't really. There, were, I was trying to get details into this movie that never transpired. I never knew that. And there are still petitions going. Get it going. Of course, it's too late now. I mean, Nick Stahl's uh, 48 years old. old and disappeared off of. I don't even. Yeah. He's actually outside right now. Yeah. Hey, Nick. <laughs> Is the dwarf still alive? We're not going to heat up that can of beans for you, Nick. <laughs> is that is the dwarf from Twin Peaks still alive? That's, I didn't look that up. I don't <laughs> think he is, actually, but no way. No, the other guy's dead. There was a racer head. Racer head. The yeah. guy that actually played racer. Anyway, Thank go God. ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. That movie made no sense. It was stupid. Yeah, so he deserved to die. <laughs> he doesn't deserve Have to you die. seen that movie? Why did you put all Sam Jackson on him? I yes, don't know. He deserves to die. Dinah, I hope he burns in hell. hell. Not really. Hell's a horrible place. Hope you're in heaven with that weird snake baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of this one. I hope, I hope you're, you're in heaven with that weird snake, snake baby. baby. <laughs> Haley? I okay? uh, made Haley go. She just... Yes. Snake yes. babies. You go okay? <laughs> yeah. Von Bristenstein. Snake babies. We've lost Haley, people. She's yeah. All she's right. Over. So, do we need to move on past? I think we're almost out of time. Do we oh, do, can uh, we do one a piece real quick? Yeah, let's do one fire right, shot. One fire shot. All right. Better off Ted. Yes, it lasted two seasons, but there were once again two half seasons. It only got twenty some episodes. It had Portia de Rossi in it. It was created by this guy named Victor Fressa, and he actually created Andy Richter, uh, Controls the Universe. Right, it was hilarious, he, he did a lot. He was a writer on Mad About You. He yeah. created a couple other shows that didn't quite take off either that are kind of, oh my God, that one, that was good. Yeah. Better Off Ted was set in an office environment with quirky characters. I really enjoyed it. That's all I'm going to say about it. I, I mean, check out Better Off Ted. I think it's on Netflix, or it was. And I was going to bring the uh, DVD of this, and I did it be sitting on the table. Um, Undergrads, and if you've not heard of Undergrads, there's a thousand shows of that title, but Undergrads was an animated show. Uh, it was on MTV. It was when MTV... See, MTV played music for a long time. Then for some reason, in the 90s and early 2000s, they made tons of cartoons, none of which lasted more than a season. But Undergrads was Rip a sh- Carson Daly. <laughs> Why did you wish Carson Daly dead? Why did that mix to be the Uh, dwarf from Anyway, in the interest of time. He's the resurrected soul of the guy from Eraserhead. (laughs) Just keep dying, Kitty! That's not true. (laughs) Anyway, Snake Babies. uh, (laughs) 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 Anyway, Undergrads was actually a show that it was it's nowhere near as good as The Simpsons. 
But it tried to do the same thing, except it looked at four friends that were going away to college. Three of them go to the same college. One of them goes to a different college. It's about how they try to stay in touch. It actually had some episodes that really resonate with me, because it actually... It had, you don't have any friends. It well, I know, but I'm working on it. No, it it, it had. I just want to stab him in the balls with that it, pen of your. It had a ton of heart, but then it was just enough nonsense. Like the one that doesn't go to the same school goes to a highly advanced technical school, and they do an entire episode where finally the Star Wars fans and the Star Trek fans, who of course are ninety percent of the students at this technical school that is studying advanced science, get in a battle and they take over the campus <laughs> and they actually have. And it's just nonsensical enough, but with I enough. I just said heart. a short little blurb. I said, "Better off Ted told you who was in it. Watch it." Yeah, the only person is in it. The other reason this is relevant, and I would have been done, but since Joe brought this up, I didn't name who was in it. Uh, Pete Williamson created it, and Pete did. Williamson TV's Pete Williamson. See, this is why this goes long. Yeah, he just didn't rush. Stab him at the balls um, and take my side. But the <laughs> with your snake baby. <laughs> but the the end result of this is. Pete Williamson, in some ways, is what could have been. He's a Canadian Seth MacFarlane, I guess, because he did 90% Why of Why isn't Seth MacFarlane the Canadian Seth MacFarlane? He's not from Canada, Joe. Well, he could still anyway, be Canada's Seth MacFarlane. he did MacFarlane. a lot of... America doesn't own Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Owns America. I know. What I was going to say and is... And Snake Baby. He did all 90% of the voices for the show. He's immensely talented. The show still occasionally reruns on Comedy Central... It uh, reruns on television in Canada, and it reruns in the UK often. It, that was it came out in two thousand one, and as of even last year, there are people that are petitioning and trying to get a second season of it. It has a huge fan, well, a big enough fan base, and it had some fans. But there you go. Okay, so I'm gonna end the show by winning on show that uh, how quickly it was canceled. This show only lasted two episodes. The WBs, the Oblongs. That only lasted two episodes? Two episodes on network television before Adult Swim picked it up. Oh, and, and, okay. And, and, and finished airing the rest of the episodes. So what is the Oblongs? Uh, the main character is voiced by Will Ferrell. Um, the mother is uh, Jean Smart from Designing Women. I was going to say, mm. it's the mother. I can't remember. Um, TV's Jean, Jean Smart. Smart. <laughs> Eileen, the post of the Victrolas. <laughs> the, uh, the woman who played Eileen Wernos. NBC be- Red's Jean Smart. The, the woman who played Eileen Wernos before Charlize Theron won an Oscar for it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, made-for-TV movie that made her look like a female superhero. Uh, anyway. Um, but no, what is the Oblongs? My uncle picked her up. Um, if you don't know what the Oblongs is, look it up. It's actually very funny. It's a very funny animated show. About, it's also kind of dark, though. It is very dark. So the father has no arms or no legs. The mother is an alcoholic chain smoker who has no hair. Uh, the, they have a little daughter who's cute as, a, cute as a button, but she has a big dong-shaped tumor coming out of her head. <laughs> What's uh, a dong-shaped tumor look like? Uh, why don't you I'm, whip out and drop your pants and show everybody? His isn't appropriately shaped. Oh. <laughs> Curvature. Uh, Just like a balloon. But no. <laughs> um, and, and this show is all about the class struggle. About how the people down in the valley who are all deformed or Because they, they live in the toxic waste of the people. Yeah, and, and, the, and then the, the, the normal looking rich people who live at the top of the hill. And it kind of follows the sun, right? Yes, and the sun is the main. The sun is the main character in the whole show, who who, who only has one eye, and he's who's a very sweet, manic, sweet, sweet kid. Who yeah, has several issues. and he likes to burn things. Um, but the show is just but he's the, a sweet kid. Well, who doesn't? Yeah, but the show uh, 
what it it was just very dark. Um, it had a unique. It even, I mean, uh, for a show to do a comedic outlook on disabilities, alcoholism, and various psychological issues, no show can can claim and, this. And class struggle. You're right. And a very I mean, and, and a great take on the I class struggle. I need to go back and rewatch it because I saw a part of an episode and didn't care for. Oh, uh, it's to me, it's one of my favorite animated shows that didn't last. All right, but uh, so, I prefer Undergrad. I prefer the Oblongs. James prefers the Money Pit. J- and Joe prefers that cartoon about the car that uh, about the boy who could turn into a car. Turbo Team. Turbo Team. The show was called. I've never seen it. I actually, Nor by the way, there's an entire. Uh, this is how we need to end this. There's an entire <laughs> website dedicated to. He's the, still going, on, Haley. No, dedicated to the sexuality questions of Turbo Team because women always ride inside of him. And on that bombshell, thank you so much for Bonehead. We're not ending here. Where do you want to end at? What happened to Pushing Daisies? Oh, and we also promised we were going to mention Dark Skies. I will magically lose this footage if we don't do Pushing Daisies. Pushing now. Daisies was a show made by Brian Fuller that was weird. Hey! And it had is it Chi or Chai? McBride? Chi McBride. Chi McBride. I'm going to go with Chi. Chi McBride was the amazing. The Finer's Chi McBride. Oh. The John Larroquette Show, Chi McBride. You mean TV's John Larroquette? No. We're talking about Second Sight's John Larroquette. No, we're talking about Madhouse John Larroquette. Woo, good one. <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> Boom. No. Kirstie Alley. Yeah. I was going to say, actually, and there's... We are, we're going to have to wrap this up, but there are actually some other things we didn't get to. Dark Skies being another one. Dark Shadows, the 90s version. We're so gonna have to, why don't we, we just may do a second episode? Yeah. yeah, we so. always have to say that. There, I, I have a show called The Good Guys. Has anybody watched that? It had Colin Hanks and Bradley Whitford in last no. yes. season. It's on Netflix. And it was from the creator of Burn Notice. Oh. Well, I didn't watch Burn Notice, but I like The Good Guys. It's oh, kind of a man. Throwback. Anyway, we will, we will visit this. Burn Notice. We will revisit this. We'll do it. We will. And by the way, for those who made it to the end of this episode. I guess Both we, didn't, of you. We, we didn't talk about this. We we have not forgotten. Hi, dog butters. We have not forgotten about our Stephen King Miranda episodes. Santiago. Who else? Not Miranda Santiago, but Miranda. Miranda. Shit. Miranda. By the way, who else like, listens I, to that us? That guy from Texas. Oh, that one guy from Texas, Curtis, Hi, who's thanks. currently living in a canoe. Is it Curtis, baby? <laughs> I'm glad everything's okay in Texas. Keep it up. Everything's not. Where's your version of okay, you sick, twisted bastard? His, his family's okay. Are they in a boat? Are they no, made they, they out of wood? Back, they Do they float? They, Are they witches? They just, they just got back into their house, and I'm surprised you didn't end with they all float down here. They all do float down here. And have Anyway, thanks for being babies. fans. Yeah, pushing daisies. Check it out if you like weird shit written by Brian Fuller. <laughs> and you should. And you should. And Haley's going to stab me. Thank you so much. I'm Joe Lewis. He was Joe Lewis. He won't be here next episode because he'll be dead. Dead. And that the rest of the gang. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Dead. Maybe. Maybe. Dead. Welcome to Bonehead. This is a double... Why the f*** am I holding this cow? You just dropped the F-bomb. Do we have to start over? I know. Hold on. Oh, jeez. Unless you want to use that for the promo later. We had solid right? gold <laughs> material here. Now, jeez, bring out a dance. It's the Spot Show. Starring him. Hey, he's Spot. It's the Spot Show. He's got lots of great guests. I take complete blame for what just happened. All right, so...